definitely going to need one of these to uh, get through this one. And I'm sure you guys are going to need one too. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Frozen Pirate Podcast post-game Bucks talk 15 minutes or less. Uh, I'm going to be breaking down the first, second, third, and fourth quarter in 15 minutes or less. So I won't bore you guys too much. I'm sure you guys are already all pissed off about what happened on the field. So am I. Um, thank you guys for joining us wherever you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you guys subscribe to the show, like, and share. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. So let's get right into it. Lots of Lion fans. And I'm going to be talking about that. Um, I'm not going to take up too much time on that, but there was a lot of Lion fans. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode Tuesday at 6 a.m. Um, around the NFL with the Frozen Pirate Podcast and Jamie. Um, Lions head coach, hell of a head coach, 6-1 and one in his last seven games, old NFC Central matchup. Um, you know, the Bucks didn't look good in the beginning, um, and I think that really set the tone for the whole game. I think it was like the third play. Mike breaks free. It would have been a 90-yard touchdown. The ball gets batted at the line, in the air, picked off. Um, but not all doom and gloom from there, guys, because the Bucks defense came out and they held the Lions. Vita Vey came up with a big stop on third down, nearly to cause a turnover. Lions got a field goal out of it. Bucks come back, racing onto the field. It was good tackling by both teams in the first quarter. Um, Levante David made a huge stop on, San, uh, on the tight end there, Laporta, and on a third down. Uh, I seen some good things from Devin. Tom <clears throat> excuse me, I seen some good things from Devin Tompkins too uh, on special teams where he faked out the uh, the kick team. Besides that, I really didn't see much from the Bucks in the first quarter. It was three to nothing. Going into the second quarter, really didn't see much from the Bucks. I mean, Baker was um, throwing the ball. He was getting rid of it fast, um, but not quick enough. Because that Lions pressure, and I said I say this all the time, guys. You know who's going to win the game? Who's getting the most pressure on the on the uh, opposing team's quarterback? The push up front. It's the it's an, it's. I hate saying this, but it's literally in the trenches. That's where you win the game. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn had some questionable runs. I know I was kind of on his bandwagon, um, but he had some questionable runs another one just dancing around in the backfield just not hitting the hole and i get it they're not there but <sighs> something's got to give here um this second quarter wasn't all that neither i mean the lions put up another seven points the bucks put up another three points you know what fuck it guys i'm just gonna go off the rail here i i, I have notes and notes from this game but i'm not even gonna i, I can't i physically can't because i'm not gonna hold back um, I don't want to see these fucking creamsicle jerseys and you might want to put earmuffs on kids. Um, I don't want to see these fucking creamsicle jerseys anymore. I really don't because I think it was a huge distraction going into this game. Oh, we look good. We look good. Well, guess what? You look like shit during that game. You looked like shit. Um, it, it's, it, it was just, it was sad to see this. But game. Y don't say that. I fucking said it. I said it. They looked like shit. Um, Ryan Neal. I don't know what's going on with him, but he was terrible today. Terrible. Terrible. The Bucs couldn't even get pressure on, on, on Jared Goff. They couldn't. It, it was pathetic. The dude stood up in the pocket. He went 30 for 44 with 353 passing yards. Absolutely cooked the Bucks defense in the middle. Cooked them. Carlton Davis got bullied 
made a couple of key plays, but he got bullied. Um, our guys just got punched in the mouth. And I always say this all the time. You got to go out there and you got to come out swinging. And, and I get it. Um, you know, Mike was open for 90 yards. He, he would have scored the touchdown. It was probably like a 90-yard touchdown. The ball got bad at the line. I understand that. But there was no sense of urgency from this offense. Dave Canales, I'm going to have to call you out too. I'm sorry, bud. But there was some like questionable calls. Like the running game just wasn't working. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going through my notes here. I don't even want to look at them. Uh, Carlton Davis got blown off. Although, Kalijah Kansi looks good. I will say that the highlight of this game was Kalijah Kansi. He got his first sack. He looks good. It's promising. But this game, in order for the Buccaneers to be a good team, they have to beat other good teams. And they're not doing that right now. You're getting by by beating mediocre teams. The Saints are mediocre. Look, they took an L today. Um, the, the Vikings, they beat the Bears. Sorry, Jamie, but who the fuck are the Bears? You know, it, it's just comes to a point where you guys got to take the next step. You had... You had a, you, you're coming off a bye week. You had plenty of time to prepare for this game. And you you dropped the ball. Like, literally, they dropped the ball. Um, shout out to Levante David. He had a phenomenal game. He came up on some great stops. Devin White came up on some great stops. But by halftime, Jared Goff was 12 for 19 with 150 yards passing. With a passer rating of 105.2. Baker Mayfield, 8 for 17. 75 yards, one interception, passer rating of 35.2. What do I keep saying, guys? Pressure, pressure, pressure. Games are won in the trenches. The Buccaneers got to get better up front. They're feeling the effects of that. A guy like Ryan Jensen during a game like this, you need guys like that. I'm sorry, Cody Mock, I seen him getting blown up a little bit. And I know I called for him. But damn, man, you got to show me something. Chris Godwin got blown up in that game numerous of times down the middle. Mike Evans had way too many drops. I swear, it's like if they, if I've noticed one thing about Mike, if he drops that first pass, his game is done. He's deflated. I just, I hate seeing that though, because it's, you know, you see like the Minnesota Vikings, a guy like Justin Jefferson. Where's our Justin Jefferson? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you see, my phone hasn't stopped. I, I got to put this on vibrate, man. My phone hasn't stopped between all the games this week. Um, where's our playmaker on offense? A lot of questionable things happened in that game. A lot of questionable things happened in that game. Um, Baker and Trey Palmer just can't get on the same page. Baker's overthrowing him like a mother. Um, I, I don't know. Quarter three sets up. You know, you thought it was going to be something special because the sun started to set. And it kind of had that old feel of the Bucks Packers, you know, even Bucks Lions. You know, you're thinking that the Bucks are going to come back. I wrote down in my notes, I said, you know, to start to have the Bucks have to force a turnover or sack them. Yeah, they did none of that. I mean, they shut them down. But, I mean, Mike and Chris made some a couple of good catches in the third quarter. Um, but Mike was having a tough time. He just was. They shut him down. And Mike, Mike is depending too much on the referees to give him interference calls. And a lot of the times, sorry to say it, I'm going to stop being a biased Bucks fan. A lot of the times, 
He gets away with a lot of offensive passing interference. Just saying, guys. Ah, refreshing. Um, <laughs> in my notes, I wrote, thank God quarter three is over. Going into the fourth quarter, the Buccaneer defense looks lost. Ryan Neal, terrible. You've seen him in, I don't know who wears 2-5. I think it was 2-5. I don't know. <laughs> They're sitting there arguing what they're going to cover, where they're going to go. There's, the communication was terrible. How the fuck do you have all this time pre to prepare for the Lions? And you just you put up six points. Um, I, I just I stopped writing down notes. I just don't understand, too. I think what really did for it did me in with... Being upset about this, I don't want to hear growing pains. It's we're we're going into uh, the midpoint of the season now. There, you had like I said, you're coming off the bye week. You had enough time to game plan. You had enough time to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Um, what really pissed me off too is you, you're down twenty to six. It's fourth and two. You didn't get it right? It's fourth and two. You took your offense off the field. That's This is where I have a problem with Dave Canales and Todd Bowles here. I don't know if it was Todd Bowles or Dave Canales, but excuse me. Why didn't you guys go for it? You're at the 40-something yard line. You got to go for it. You got to have balls, man. You, you, this is this is stuff like that that helps build confidence. Not you took your offense off the field. And then you made, and then the Lions came out. They threw all over the defense again. Um, somebody on that secondary's got to step up. Carlton Davis is getting is getting punked. I'm sorry, you're getting punked. From what I see, you're getting punked. That whole defense is getting punked. That front seven's not bad, but I mean they're getting punked. Those corners are getting punked. They are. After what I saw from Carlton Davis, he, like he got blown the fuck up. I I I want like a Jalen Ramsey type of corner. We, like they need a shutdown corner. That somebody that can shut down one side of the field. Um, Antoine Winfield Jr. was nowhere to be found in this game. I think kudos to the Lions, man. They game planned. They game planned for this game pretty damn good. Um, overall, <laughs> if you guys want to hear it or not, total yards 251 for the Bucks, 380 yards for the Lions, passing yards 340 for the Lions. I, I, do I even need to go through this? Third down efficiency, 2 for 12 for the Bucks. 2 for 12. That ain't good. They got three sacks. The Bucks got three sacks. Oh, let's pad the stats. Let's pad the stats. I don't give a fuck about stats, man. I give a fuck about what W's. Um, time of possession. The Lions had the ball for 36 minutes and 30 seconds. The Bucks had it for 23 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, I'm telling you, that first pick of the game really took the, the sail. I mean, the wind out of the Buccaneers' sail. Um, but... One thing I am gonna say is I'm gonna stop calling you out, but you got you Buck fans. Um <laughs> you have no opinion on this team if you don't go out there and support the team. You don't. Um and I don't want to hear this like I, I was I'm gonna do a little bit of research on because supposedly I guess you guys have a thing against the owner. Um because in order to have season tickets, you have to buy two years worth of season tickets. Okay. The, the owner's kind of shysty. He's not Dan Snyder. You had a choice. You didn't have to do that. 
Um, but to sit there and allow and sell your tickets to Lions fans and the opposing team and then have the nerve to call into radio stations and complain, shame on you, dude. That's like saying, oh, you can't talk about the president if you don't vote. It's the same thing. You can't criticize the team if you're not going to the game. I, it's That's like saying... Oh, well, I'm just going to buy... You You had a choice. You didn't have to buy the season tickets. You could have just said, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I don't. Who cares if it's Brady's last season? Big deal. You know, it, it's... You, you, we all have choices. If, if, you didn't, if you don't like what the owner's doing, don't buy the tickets. Just don't buy the tickets. I, I don't know. I'm going to do a little bit more research on that. That's like saying, hey, uh, a rare pair of Jordans are coming out. I'm going to buy that instead of paying my electricity bill. You know... And I'm sorry if I'm going off, but I mean, there's no reason why. I'm sorry, like I, seventy-five percent of that stadium was Lion fans. Where's the twelfth man? Even at Gillette Stadium, the Patriots suck. They're garbage. But guess fucking what? That stadium is packed at the first quarter, second quarter. They grow restless in there in the third quarter, and yeah, they leave at the fourth. But ninety-eight percent of that is Patriot fans. You go to Lincoln Financial Field, even when the Eagles were bad, 99.5% was Eagle fans. Even when the Cowboys suck, that stadium is still packed. There's no excuse. There's no excuse why you guys shouldn't sh support your team. I'm, I'm seeing Baker Mayfield holding his helmet on third down because he can't hear because of all the Lion fans. It's so easy to play in Tampa. That shit never flew with Sapp, Brooks, Lynch, Greg Spires, Anthony McFarland, Dexter Jackson, Rondé Barber, Ryan Kelly. When those guys were all there, even Donnie Abraham, Hardy Nickerson, all these guys, that stadium was packed. What's your excuse? What's your excuse? Go out there. Go pack the stadium. Go get loud. Make it hard to play for other teams. No, we're going to sell our tickets. We're going to sell our tickets. At least sell them to other Buck fans. I don't know, guys. Sorry, I'm not, I don't mean no disrespect, but I'm calling it how I see it. Especially on Creamsicle Day. They're wearing the Creamsicles. 70% of the crowd is wearing blue. But here we are criticizing this team. Oh, this team sucks, this and that. Well, yeah, they suck because they have no fucking fans at the stadium. If I'm Mike Evans, I, I, would, I would be out. I'd want to go somewhere where the fans give a shit. I don't know, man. I, maybe I'm taking this a, a little bit overboard, but... I'm upset because this is a game that they should have won. Um, I'm upset because, you know, you, you see the creamsicle jerseys out. You would think the stadium is going to be orange and red. No, it's a fucking sea of blue. I don't know. I don't know, guys. With all that being said, thank you guys for listening to me rant and bitch and complain. Uh, sorry, we're not a kid's show, unfortunately. Um, we do do a lot of cussing. But make sure you guys stay tuned. Check us out on Tuesday when the new episode is going to be going up um, around the league. We're, we're going to be talking bucks. We're going to be talking about everything that transpired during the week. Our weekly segments of clown of the week. What are they doing? I already got a couple of candidates for that. Um, and we're going to be talking about our, our week six pickums. Who won? Me or Jamie? Um, by the looks of it, I don't know. It's not looking too good. But I don't know. Me and Jamie might get a little bit of testy on this one because uh, both of our teams lost. Um, I got a bone to pick with him, and I should have picked the fucking Browns. But um, 
Uh, I don't know. Anyways, guys, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you check us out on Tuesday. Episode will be going up. Like I said, thank you for joining us. Hope you guys have a safe night. Get home safe from the game. You guys probably left by the third quarter. Those Buck fans that were actually there. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Thanks, guys, for checking us out. And stay tuned for Tuesday. And that was your Bucks talk in 15 minutes or less.